Welcome to Tea, the Entrepreneur Artist Podcast with me, Tanya Ingerson. This podcast is part B about social media. Ali from Kickstar and myself discuss all sorts of things about social media and how maybe sometimes it doesn't help, but other times it's really valuable. So I really hope that you get something from this discussion. Plus, Ali and I have a few laughs. So sit back and relax and enjoy the conversation about social media part B. Hi, Ali. We're here Hi. again. And Hi, we're going to be talking about our part B of social media, which was I'm going to share with the listeners today, actually, that I'm the host because we're doing this over Zoom, which many of our listeners know because it's a lot. You can record. Actually, it's an interesting thing probably to talk about Zoom a little bit is Mm. if you want to do a podcast or recording of just audio, of course, you can do that when you record on Zoom and you can just use the audio part of that, which is really useful for all sorts of things that you might be doing in your business. So we're talking about social media and Last time we talked a little bit about, well, let's be honest here. I talked a lot about myself last time. So, listeners. <laughs> it's okay, Tanya. You've got to have some air time. You've got to have some air time. It's okay. So, I, I am very grateful for everyone's patience of me leaving Facebook. So, interestingly today, some of the things we're going to talk about around brand, how social media can actually help your brand but also make it a little bit confusing your brand and there's some technical things around Facebook which I've discovered which I'd like to share with everyone today and starting off with this particular podcast which we're doing through Zoom because Ali's in Tasmania and I'm here in Adelaide is I couldn't get on to Zoom I couldn't start it because I have been signing in using the Facebook sign-in and of course I've actually suspended my Facebook and that was another thing that I wanted to share is that there's different ways that you can leave Facebook, you can suspend it, you can log out or you can completely delete it. So my choice is just to make sure that there's nothing sitting on Facebook that I wanted to make sure I still had that information before I completely delete it. So to get onto Zoom today, I actually had to go back into Facebook, use the login and to get onto here. So This is a really good lesson to everyone is if you use that Facebook, would you like to sign in with Facebook, is to make sure if you do leave Facebook that you need to actually have your own password and login or know what it is to be able to get back in. So I've got to sort that out with Zoom. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's a good little tip. And on the landing page today, I'll put a little bit of information about some of those tips and links on how to actually navigate your way around of what some of the things to think about if you do decide to leave Facebook particularly. Well, that will be good too, I think, because people don't think about that, you know, and until it becomes a problem, well, then you never really do consider it, do you? So simplification, I think that would be, I mean, I wasn't aware of that and I don't sign in with it, but I think it's um, a really good thing to be aware of uh, because it can make your life a lot more harder and we're all about simplicity, aren't we here, Tanya? Oh, but this this is the tricky thing actually, isn't it, that, there are so many different programs and now that we're talking about it, I, I would suspect that listeners will actually be more aware of that now, that when you go into so many different um, mm. software platforms that you've got to sign into is that many of them will say, 
would there'll be a, a little box that'll say sign in with Facebook. And it's a really mm-hmm. easy option. And you know what? I'm not saying it's not right, but if Facebook is something that you're maybe not going to be on in the future, then you need to be aware that you're not going to get back in to some of those programs and you're going to have yep. to reset everything. So Yes, okay, <laughs> good. We'll be forewarned. Excellent. So that'll be good. I'll, I'll be um, keeping an eye out for that. Yeah. yeah. And um, I don't know, I'm, shall I go back to talking about myself for just a minute? Well, talk about yourself for a minute. I'll interject as I need to. That's fine. That's fine. No, no, no. Let, let's talk. I think you've got some good good insights you want to share. So take it away, Tony. I just thought I'll just give an update because it's another two weeks since I have been on yes. Facebook and where am I at? Yeah, good. Well, How are you? I'm, I'm actually doing pretty well. It's it's. I'm actually, I think I'm pretty much now detoxed and I'm over the addiction, so I've come to the other side. I'm not missing it, and I'm not. I'm not, you know, thinking I need to check or make sure that I'm missing out on anything. But some really interesting things that have happened. So, from I suppose a mental health mm. way of, is that I have been really engaged in a lot more things that have nothing to do with technology. Um, I started playing the piano again. My husband's a musician, so I'm not sure if he actually describes it in that same way. (laughs) (laughs) Musician, I'm doing lessons, so I've started doing that again. I've actually taken up um, lessons doing drawing, so I'm doing Mm -hmm. sketchings at the moment and doing a lot more things away from technology, Mm -hmm. which has actually sharpened my mind and conversations with my husband around our business. So we've been much more strategic in the way that we're promoting ourselves on um, other platforms and also looking at more things around that personal connection with... with Can you give us some examples then, Tanya? Could you give us an example of what in terms of how it's evolving the way in which you're strategically communicating as a business, yeah, and what it means from a personal perspective for you, if you're happy to share... Sure. Some of those insights? Well, sure. There is a there's more time in the day to start with. You'd be surprised how much time that you those rabbit holes of going. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I I don't even I don't even need to go to a vet. Why am I reading about why you need to take your dog to a vet? I don't even have a dog. <laughs> That's what happens. You end yeah. up going down these these strange rabbit holes. So there's a lot more time. But, uh, I suppose if I use an example about my photography is I've got some events that I'm working on which are um, exhibitions at galleries. Mm-hmm. I haven't really looked at for a little while because I've been doing a lot of stuff online. Um, as far as the boxes going, we're having direct conversations with our collaborators rather than focusing on the promotion we're being a lot more targeted, so we're we're really looking at and having a lot more conversations. Email, we're, we're using that really old technology, email. It's really, it's almost a bit like because emails aren't used as much, Is I'm wondering whether people are looking at them more because it's like, oh, that's a surprise. What's this? You know, absolutely. No, no, no. Look, Tanya, you and I haven't seen each other probably. Oh, no, maybe I did give you that, that beautiful textured uh sort of leave behind that um, feels like a, a, um, a frog. It's got an illustration of a frog. There's a story oh, yeah. behind it, right? But it's very tactile and it, it's not cheap to produce but it has a reason behind it. Yes. And everyone will say when I see them, they'll say, you know what, your 
page that you give me is the only thing I have on my desk and I keep it and I, I look at it often and it keeps top of mind, but it's done with a lot of thought and it's multi-sensory as well. So there is a time, you know, that's a whole other topic because I get quite fired up about this, that really returning to some of those tactile measures is really going back to the future. So, yes. there, and, you know, and I do, and maybe that's a topic for another time, I do talk a lot about the role of technology and where it actually needs to sit and being conscious about its purpose and intent. Yeah. And I totally agree with you. Things that are personal, things that show thought in terms of comms, mm. um, have the cut through. I think technology isn't the only example of innovation, right? It's what we're doing. It's how we're thinking. It's what we're creating. It's those personal connections. Um, so I love that. You know, a lot of the tactics I work with with my own clients are around personal, tactile, creative, thoughtful means, and that doesn't involve technology. It's a game changer. Yeah, you got me started. You'll have to be quiet for a minute. I'm on a roll. No. But I think that's something that I would love to certainly unpack with creatives. You know, we're creative and technology makes us lazy because it takes away sometimes that capacity to do some of the heavy lifting, to do some of that heavy thinking that we need to do, to truly be innovative, right, and to be able to disrupt ourselves. Um, I think that's fantastic. That That's where the goal is, you know. I think, and there's, look, I, I totally agree with you, is not to say, I, I suppose I want to be really clear with listeners as well, is that I'm a, I'm a, a real advocate for technology. Mm. Technology is a really powerful way to get reach to everywhere in the world. Correct, correct. Yeah, and we've had amazing success yeah. with, especially the inner chanty boxes that I've talked about before, is, you know, we've got, you know, boxes going all around the world and that's all become really because of technology and social mm-hmm. media. Mm-hmm. I suppose what I'm sharing is making sure that you have control on that and not, if you can get a little bit lazy around just going, look, I'll just put it on social media and, you know, I can just not push yourself. So I'll give an example today. Yeah, right. The, this um, beautiful lady was listens to my podcast, so I'm sure that she'll recognise who I'm talking about. But today, um, having um, a little visit with somebody special, being your mother, I'm going to yes. say that on this yes. podcast, is that we went and visited a gallery, which is next door where we had coffee, and it was a really lovely conversation. You're actually there face-to-face. You're actually engaging in sharing of ideas, which is not as easy to do on social media. Mm-hmm. It's that very free-flowing, human kind of way that you share information, ideas, and then you, this natural collaboration begins. And so today I've come away from meeting this gorgeous lady who owns this gallery is that with ideas about doing a project and some things into the future and even in more, you know, in the next few weeks mm-hmm. that I didn't think about this morning. And that came across because I've actually gone to physically see somebody. Correct. But at the same time, I've also promoted on Instagram today as well. So I suppose it's all about balance, Ali, really. Look, I think that's a really, really great point. And connectionally and from conversation leads to ideas. Exactly the same here. You know, there's opportunities I'm getting in Tasmania um, and then not because of 
my great design and, and in terms of, you know, some of them obviously people are looking at the media and the messaging and listening to podcasts like this, which is awesome, but it is very much me um, getting out into the community and, and having these conversations and listening and adding value and them knowing me and trusting me. And that's where ideas and opportunities are coming from here. So it's not one or the other, but if you have no human connection, if you're not out there talking with people and getting known and actually nurturing those ideas, then you're not in the game. You, you just, you will struggle. You struggle, obviously, too, if you're disconnected from people anyway from a wellbeing perspective, right, mm-hmm. but also from a business perspective. So, um, I, like I said, spend lots of money investing um, into my own digital story, um, but certainly uh, investing um, lots of energy and effort into being out there, as you said, with people. The idea will come from a throwaway comment at times, right? Um, but it's all the nuances. It's all those, you know, the things that sometimes you don't get when you're reading, like you said, a, a post that just doesn't have that sort of uh, passion or interest or, you know, inflection in how you, um, you know, deliver that message as well too. So, yeah, look, I've had the same stories this week. We've sat around, we've had coffees and maybe the odd donut, and uh, I talked some really exciting projects in northwest Tasmania, um, which I think are going to be game changers. And we looked at, I think, much more beyond this uh, region. But, you know, it was me instigating it off a recommendation of someone else getting in the car and saying, hey, here I am. I'd like to talk to you about something. Yeah, I'd like to get on your radar. I'd like to have a you know, conversation around what that looks like. And um, that's that's really going back to that sort of sitting around and, and telling some stories, right, um, with some with some purpose and intent and actually just getting to know one another. That's how business, quality business is done, you know, getting to know one another. And I even know with your collaborators too, Tanya, yeah, social media drove some of that, but you still need to pick up the phone. You still need to look at each other, even if it was remotely in the eye. You need to converse, you need to share ideas, you need to say, well, maybe that might work for me or will it work for you or, you know, that's, you're building a relationship. Totally. And I think another thing, an example that happened with me this week around social media, which made me really think about this as well, is um, many of the listeners would know that I'm um, a volunteer at the Art Gallery of South Australia, which Mm -hmm. I absolutely love and take people on tours and the wonderful collections there. And I met a, um, an artist at the gallery this week and we had this conversation face-to-face. We had this mm. human interaction, which yes, I do understand <laughs> the pandemic has actually made that a little difficult. But I think also there's still ways that we can still make sure that we do it. Yeah. But Correct. what really I sort of thought about and I wanted to share today with the listeners is that I spoke to this artist about the podcast and, you know, what we're doing to try and give tools to help artists be able to build businesses around their creative practices. And then I said, you know, make sure you follow us on Instagram, LinkedIn, made sure I was, you know, very clear on where you could find information. And when I got back to my home office, I did this thing, I thought, you know, I should just double check what my branding looks like on Instagram. And I actually felt okay with it. There was a couple of things I deleted and I think I thought, you know what, I don't think I really thought that through when I posted mm. that as the overall brand of what T, the Entrepreneurial Artist Podcast is. So I just deleted a couple of posts and just tidied up mm-hmm. what my Instagram feed looked like. And I thought... 
that's a really healthy thing because when you're actually talking to people face-to-face and you're sending people to those social media platforms, you need to make sure that what you're saying face-to-face represents what you're actually putting as your brand on the social yeah, media. Correct. Correct. So I'm going to be sending, um, I'll, I'll send a, um, a checklist, a little exercise for people to do if they're brave enough to, to step into that space and actually undertake that um, exercise for themselves, Tanya, back into the workplace, right back into their own lives and to look at the different platforms that they're using at the moment mm. and to do some assessment around that. And I think that's going to be an incredibly important um, exercise for those people that are saying, you know what, is it really on point? Is it is it relevant and meaningful anymore? Where are the gaps? Where are the threats to my brand and how I'm going to be perceived or how I want to show up? So I'll send that to you um, to be able to put up there so that people can access that and do their own check-in because yeah, I think yeah. it's, it's incredibly important. And I, I think off the back of that is that brand evolves, right? We evolve. Our work evolves. Our creativity evolves. Um, where we're wanting to go, the markets we want to connect in with evolves, right? So it's not static. No. Um, so, you know, I think we need to be saying as part of this sort of uh, review and assessment around social media is really looking at the brand as a whole and saying, you know, correct, right? If I'm making claims that I am this, this, this and this, well, where's the evidence on social media to either back it up or maybe actually to spell it as well too if it's not quite in line, right? So yeah. that's why this piece of work, um, that, you know, this conversation we're having now is so critical, once again, to take a moment to just stop mm. and think about it, yeah, and assess it against the plan, yeah. assess it against the plan, you know, and I think that's absolutely um, critical, you know, and I know we've both been doing um, that in our own spaces, Tanya, and, uh, yeah, so I really look forward. It would be great for people to do this and give us some feedback uh, on what they've discovered as well too, right, both the good. Yeah, absolutely. But the areas for improvement, we all have them. There's no guilt, there's no, guilt, there's no shame no. Um, with that. Like I said, I'm always, you know, I work with the team and we're always looking and reviewing about and also to questioning why we're doing it. And I know that, you know, we raised some really big um, meaty questions in part one of our social media podcast around that, right? But purpose and intent. Mm. What's the outcome? Why are we doing this? Who are we wanting to attract? What story does it tell? So when and, and interesting, I think to to add to that, to have listeners think about this a little bit as well, is what personality do you want to put around your brand when it comes to social Absolutely. media? Because you know, I said this in in part A, is social media is social, so that that isn't a brochure. It's not. It's it's that personal interaction over technology, which is kind of I don't know. Sometimes I kind of feel like. It's if it's it's if we can't physically be interacting together, then you can kind of use technology. So they kind of go hand in hand and um, complement each other. So I think if we all kind of look at our favourite feeds on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, whatever it is, and what are the ones that we actually think, wow, that's that's really eye-catching, and kind of think about why is it that it's eye-catching? Why are we drawn to that particular feed? And there may be some things in there that might make you think, actually, I should be putting more of my personality into my brand of how is that I want to have it on, on social media. So, for example... When it comes to 
say the Innocenti boxes, which mm. is what um, David, my husband, creates, is that we have very much a brand around the watches because it's watch collectors that mainly purchase the boxes and they're normally custom made. Mm-hmm. It's very fine art. It's it's high end craft, all of those things. And we have very strangely as being artists, a huge part of our life is motorsport. Very strange. Mm-hmm. And classic cars. We love classic cars and many people have known that we had a classic Ferrari which we adored mm-hmm. and we now have a classic Cooper um, Mini Cooper, which is a 1974, which we really love. It's called it. Well, that's a good era. That was the year I was born, so it oh. must be an absolutely awesome uh, thing. <laughs> Look, you're, you're a classic. Don't <laughs> <laughs> say that. Listeners, this just went bad then. Wowzers. Okay. I walked right into that one. So right beautiful in. classic. How about that? Worth, worth a lot. <laughs> <laughs> But what's, what is really, we've really kind of looked at our branding and we want people to understand that we like, we like classic cars, we like motorsport, and when you actually look at the brand of the boxes, David is influenced in his designs around car designs, all of those things. So when we've got our, our classic car, we're going for a drive, we're going to some particular event, when we could go to Grand Prix. We actually share that in our feed because it's all part of the brand. But we wouldn't share things that we felt about politics or we don't share too much about our family because for us we've made that decision that social media isn't really a place that we share a lot about our family. Mm -hmm. We might share a little bit that kind of connects in but that's a different space for us. So I, I feel like for listeners to think about how do you want to be seen on social media and how does that brand reflect what you want to achieve? So can I put that to a great point and just off the back of that, there's a question that I always ask um, my clients to think about and it, it does take a little minute to get your head around it. So maybe we'll put it in writing and put it up there for people to think about because people will look at me and say, mm, what? The question's this. If you had to describe your brand as a human, so let's just say your social media brand as a human, what characteristics and traits would you use to describe it? So if your social media presence brand was a person, what traits and characteristics would you use to describe it? Hmm. I like it. And I like it and I heard it 20 years ago when I was um, studying at ad school Hmm. and it's always stuck with me. And I use it in my own work with my own business. I use it with my own community. And what I say to people is that you need to be brave enough. Like humans, we have some really great parts about us and we have some really average things that need to be worked on, right? So this is about being open and mature enough, yeah, um, and, and bold enough to say, yeah, if I describe it, it would be this. These are the traits it displays. And it's such an insightful. In fact, maybe that's what we'll do. We can do the, the checklist later, but maybe if that's the question that we put up too for people to think about, along with the checklist there, yes. around if your brand or social media presence was a person, what traits and characteristics would you use? And I would encourage, yes, it's an interesting one, Tanya. It always gets people to, to really start to think at it from another perspective. Mm. So that I'll put that question up there. I'll email it to you, Tanya, and you can put it up there along with the checklist so people can always come back to that, okay? So 
I think that's an important question to to ask alongside of uh, some of the insights that we're sharing today. It's an interesting. I'm just kind of just sort of making me think. It's a it's a real thinking question, isn't it? To really yeah. think about what I, I think. I need some time to think about that, isn't it? Well, I, and you know what? I actually would like you to talk about it next time. Maybe maybe you want to share your responses to Tony. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm already, I'm already thinking, and my my podcast would be cheeky, yeah, <laughs> fun, and probably drinks way too much coffee. Yeah, okay, <laughs> hyped up, hyped up, <laughs> but fun, insightful, fun. yeah, so, you yeah. know, creative, honest, yeah, you honest. know, truthful. Yeah, I think I think that's a, a really good. Is that social media really needs to be understood? Mm thought about, reviewed, checked and adjusted as needed. And it needs to know its place. Yeah. Yes. We need to tell it. We need to tell it. Get back in your box there, social media. <laughs> and, you know, I think to, to finish off the, the podcast, I think, Ali, is, you know, for the listeners, don't forget how important for us to all connect as, as humans as well. Mm is that so really, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and you're a creative and you haven't been out to see a gallery that has your work in it, you know what, just get in the car, just randomly go in, have a bit of a look around, see where your work is, see see if it's relevant, have a chat to the people in the gallery if it's the owners or the people there and just have that personal connection. Correct. That I'm not saying don't do social media, just have a good balance between the both. Smart words, Tanya, and always a joy. So I'm going to send a few little bits and pieces to you to share with the community. Yes. And, uh, of course, moving forward, I'm going to be coming back once a month because I'm taking on some other bits and pieces down here. But I think we'll do a, a podcast for each month. So I'm okay. um, looking forward to being part and, and um, you know, sharing. Um, there's lots more to, to work through and, and discuss. So, yeah, look forward to being part of that. Um, with you and, and with all the listeners as well too. So thank you for having me back. <laughs> You're very welcome. It's always great fun. Okay, bye, Ali. Thanks, Tanya. Bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Ali. It's always so much fun and Ali just brings such a wonderful knowledgeable, fun approach to some really important topics, which was social media. And I'm really thinking a lot about my social media presence and what kind of person it would be. It was a really interesting question. So I hope you all enjoy having a bit of a think about that. As Ali mentioned, Ali's working on a fantastic project in Tasmania, and she'll be joining me once a month now to talk about any particular topic. So I really look forward to that. So please join me next time when I talk all things creative on Tea, the Entrepreneurial Artist podcast. Until then, bye for now.